Hey, my friends, been a little while since I did a recording of the podcast, largely because I've been pretty busy, but uh, also because I'm kind of, I know that it takes a long time for me to process, edit, and upload interviews. I do have another one coming in the in the next, uh, I'm recording it at the end of this month, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a story of one of the uh, Mindshare students who was able to get from a job into advising and fractional work within a few short weeks. Uh, so it's an interesting story about how he was able to do that. Um, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, in this episode, I'm going to talk about content, my content um, publishing and distribution framework. I, I I walked through it based on an illustration that I had in my notebook. Since then, I've gone and created a graphic for it. So if you want to see both in a meta lesson, if you want to see what this lesson is about visually while you're listening to this or after you listen to this, whichever you prefer, head on over to kevin.me, that is kevin.me slash distribution and you'll see a blog post that supplements this very podcast as well as the graphic framework that I'm walking you through in this particular episode. So without any further ado, I'll jump right into it. Stay tuned for more episodes. I might do more solo episodes like this and uh, because I think it's just easier for me to continue to publish content on a more regular schedule if I don't have to go through long processes of writing notes and editing and all that kind of stuff uh, while running a consulting business and then also running uh, the membership. So yeah, if you're interested in learning more about the membership or anything else, I do have a community for marketing consultants and you can head on over to kevin.me. You'll find a link to the membership right there on the page. And uh, inside there's got hours and hours of training and um, guest experts, resources, all kinds of templates and uh, doors open and close. They're going to open again in the near future. Uh, so if you are interested in that membership and that training and ongoing development and helping you with grow your business and get more profitable and, and create more leverage around your expertise, that is what that group is for. So go on over to kevin.me and you'll find a link to the membership and uh, you can get on the waiting list or sign up depending on if you get lucky or not. Okay, my friends, I'll talk to you in a minute. Enjoy the show. How do you get people to actually pay attention to your content? I had a good question today via the community and the question was, you know, what is the mechanic for getting people to your newsletter? And is it through ranking organically or from the blog? So the way I think of it is this. I think of it as kind of building a house, right? And, and, uh, under, underpinning the house is your foundation, which is your strategy. And then the, you know, the groundwork is your positioning and that's your messaging and positioning. It's, it's where you're going to, how you're going to interface with the market. We're going to be known for what are the gaps in the market, all that good stuff. The website contains that positioning and that messaging, uh, based on the strategy, which is invisible, but is under the surface. And, so you want to kind of first establish good positioning, you know, the best positioning you can. And that's really cool about carving out the biggest advantage you can, you can create for yourself, whether that's going narrower or going broader, whatever it is, you want to, you want to figure out what's the right position for you in the market. Where's the gap going to be and how are you going to exploit it in a way that is more effective than the competition can. And so positioning is number one, getting a website going is number two. I, you know, it's really hard as a marketing consultant to sell services if you have just a convert kit landing page or just a card landing page or no website and just a LinkedIn profile, it doesn't really establish credibility. If you're, if you're unable to invite people back to a home and the home being your website that showcases that you're a real business, that you have real content, real expertise, real thoughts out there. So you need to get a website going and that website needs to communicate effectively your position in the market in a compelling way. And so that's your messaging and your positioning. And, you know, on that website, you're going to have your services there, but that's kind of just sitting there. You're not really trying to push people to your services necessarily. You want to be thinking about how do I educate people and using my positioning um, and the through line, my value prop, I call it a universal value proposition. So what is the through line between everything that I'm going to do? I help someone go from here to here. That's ultimately the transformation you help people, help people make. 
Um, so your website's going to have services on it. It's going to have other pages on it. That's all fine. I'm not going to get into the website now, but you have positioning. You have based on strategy. You've got a website and then you've got a blog. And the way I see a blog today is a blog is really just an archive of the pieces of content that you're creating. And it's kind of like a, uh, almost like a Twitter feed for all the content you're producing. So whether it's a YouTube video you're going to produce or a blog post or a newsletter, everything goes on the blog. And that just gives you kind of an archive of all your content that someone can go and when they visit your site, see that you've got a body of work built up that you're going, okay, this, this person is producing content. I like their ideas. I can sample those ideas. It's like going to Costco and trying the samples at the grocery store. Uh, that gets people to buy, right? So you want to, you want to let people sample your expertise really hard to buy something sight unseen. So you really got to give away all your best thinking and teach people as much as you can. Uh, so that's what your, that's what your website and slash blog is for. And there's obviously different resources you can add and opt-in incentives um, that you can get so that people join your email list. But ideally your blog houses that content and then you invite people to your mailing list, your email list uh, with either with a compelling opt-in incentive, whether that's a checklist, something easily consumable, maybe a little ebook or a guide, something that is subspecific, that is highly tailored to your ideal customer that makes them go, Ooh, that sounds really interesting and specific. And I want to know that thing. And that comes back to your, your, your research and your positioning and your strategy. Um, but your blog and your website is kind of the home base for everything. So, you know, how do you then get people to your blog? Yes, there's organic. And if you're, you know, if you're intentional about growing your organic traffic, that's going to grow. Um, but that's not my core focus because as a consultant, I don't really want someone looking at marketing consultant near me and then finding me and then, and then basically pitting me against every other consultant who comes up in a search result. Frankly, that commoditize, commoditizes me, my expertise. I'd rather someone develop um, an awareness of me through my content that we'll talk about in just a second and then hire me because of my rare or unique expertise and my methodology, my process, or at least just out of sheer belief that I can do it because I've been teaching everything that I can do, teaching everything I know and helping people understand how I work and how I think, but with samples. So you got your website, you got your blog. Um, and then you want to distribute those ideas via email. And so, yeah, getting people on that email list, there's many ways to do that. Um, it might be that you do host a webinar every so often. It might just be that you have a very strong opt-in incentive. Uh, it might be that, you know, people are interested in your newsletter, although that's a harder pitch unless your through line, your universal value proposition slash positioning is very specific. Uh, but you're basically inviting people to your email list with content that they can only get by being on your email list or... Uh, at least content that's good enough that makes people want to opt into it. So there has to be a hook to your content. And the only way you can know what is going to resonate is by actually kind of researching, talking to, and just paying attention to what your ideal customer pays attention to, what they ask you in conversations, all that good stuff. So we're not going to get into content strategy necessarily right now, um, but you want to have content that's compelling to them. And that usually means specific to them and niching or making contextualizing information to a specific audience helps that a lot. So you distribute your ideas that you first publish on your blog. I have a blog first publishing strategy, uh, which then gets distributed via email, via LinkedIn, via X, wherever, whatever platforms you want to use. Um, and, and, and in some cases, video or YouTube. And so, um, if I'm going to publish a YouTube video, I'm definitely going to share that with my email list and that's going to end up on my blog. Really, I want all content to first live on my website. So I own the asset that is my content and my expertise. And it's on my property. It's not on a card website. It's not in some kind of ConvertKit email archive that if I stop paying for ConvertKit, I just don't have that anymore. I want all the content to live on my website. I want to be able to invite people to my website and have that be a, the most educational resource rich place that I can make it. And oh, by the way, my services and products are over here. But the main focus is on helping you achieve your goals with my free content uh, and inviting you into a step further uh, along the way. 
So that's where you have your ideas and that's goes on your blog and that's part of your website and your website is information rich, like we talked about. And the reason you do this is that you want to build up a body of work and a body of work is something that allows you to establish credibility because there's a lot of fly by night marketers or service providers out there. It's really hard to know who's good and who's not. And the ones who have been showing up and publishing for a long time, they're going to be less riskier. They're just going to tend to be less riskier than people who don't publish a single article, don't publish any content, uh, and then throwing their hat in the ring with other marketers. Uh, it's, it's, it's a complete guess for the client, whether you're going to be any good or not. And so the whole main mission here is to build a body of work and let that body of work speak for your expertise, which, which helps you establish credibility. And so credibility in my kind of paradigm is, you know, have a target market is number one. And then number two is choose one that you're credible at and demonstrate credibility. You cannot prove credibility too much. After a while, you don't need to flex that as hard. People can just tell it exudes from the design of your website, the look at your, the content you're actually sharing, how long you've been doing things, content exudes over time. Uh, but you need that home base, that foundation that people can go who maybe haven't heard of you and kind of get deeper into your content. Uh, but some people may not even go to your website and they may only find you on YouTube and pay attention to you there. They may only listen to your podcast. You know, you can take your ideas that you share and put it on a podcast um, and uh, and then, you know, publish a link to that podcast on your blog and, uh, and or your website. Um, but that's the whole thing. This is the hub that you want to invite people back to to make it resource rich. If it's just focused on selling, people aren't going to treat your website. They're going to treat it like a brochure and they're going to kind of look at it, flip it over, maybe throw it away. You want to invite people into a conversation, which is your email list and all roads lead to your website and all roads on your website lead to your email list. So that's kind of the, the general thought process here. So when you've done that for long enough, and this we're talking months and years and years, frankly, not months, but when you've done this for a number of years, you start to build an email list, especially if your positioning is somewhat narrow and focused, uh, people will join specific email lists that are catered to people like them. They generally don't join general email lists because there's, there's just so much noise out there that the odds of you coming up with something relevant to people on a regular basis without a clear target market is almost net nil. It's slim to none. So the whole point is to establish credibility. And then that allows you to build a bit of an audience and that allows, you know, and the audience can be modest. You only like, I can work with up to seven consulting clients at a time and maybe some membership and coaching clients, uh, separate to that. Um, but yeah, like I, the, the number of people I actually need to work with to have a very successful business is slim. So I'm not trying to build a massive audience. I'm trying to build a very specific and tailored audience, no matter what I'm doing. Otherwise I'm not marketing it. Even my catch all website, KVNW, I don't market it at all. Uh, it's on my LinkedIn, but it's only mentioned and it's, it's only there to show people if they come in that aren't in my target market and they want to see kind of what I offer people, assuming they're a fit, what I offer people who aren't in my, my target market. And I refer a lot of work that comes my way. That's not a fit. And I only market myself actively in a niche, uh, two niches, the co-working niche and uh, for marketing consultants. So really the whole point is to build your credibility. And then once you have credibility uh, in, a, in, a, in a modest audience, you now have leverage to get yourself in front of other audiences, which is the golden goose strategy. And I've got a training on this in Mindshare. You can go take a look at that if you like. The golden goose strategy basically says, align yourself with people who have an audience and, a, and or a community, uh, the attention of your ideal target market. And that might be a conference. That might be a podcast host. That might be a community organizer. That might be an education platform and basically try to show up in a place by giving education, by giving your knowledge to that community for free um, and having it be specific and super valuable in a way that that audience can implement it themselves, that it doesn't, it's not just a high level concept that they're left being like, Oh, I got to pay for a thing to actually implement what we learned. It's got to be sub specific 
and it's got to be actionable. It's got to be something they can implement uh, quickly, especially with free or, you know, with some free resources or templates that you supplement it with. But it has to be something useful uh, either way. That's part one. So to align yourself with that audience aggregator, if you will, the golden egg who lays the golden, uh, the golden goose who lays the golden egg, you want to be thinking, how do I... um, add value to the community. And you do that by having content and expertise that, that they need to help their podcast run, their conferences go, um, their, their community be filled with guest experts, whatever it is that they're trying to trying to do content wise. And, and this is the other part. And ideally you have an audience as well. Someone who's able to then promote and be like, Hey, I'm going to be on the so-and-so podcast, or I'm going to be on the uh, speaking at this conference or paneling at this, at this conference. That's half the reason people hire me or invite me to speak and talk at, uh, at conferences, I think it's not just because I have expertise and I've been doing this for a while. It's definitely that. And I am contributing that expertise and making it as valuable as I can. It's also because I have an audience and even a modest audience. I think I have like 700 people on my coworking mailing list. That's enough. That's enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to promote this because they're extremely in the target market of uh, people going to that conference. And they know they only need to sell, you know, 50 or a hundred uh, in addition to what they're going to sell. And that would be going to sell themselves. And that'd be a, a, a home run for them. And, you know, there's also this transference of authority, this, uh, power by association that goes both ways. So you want to build your, your profile. You want to build your credibility, uh, build your audience and, uh, use that, uh, by trading, basically uh, access to other audiences in exchange for access to yours in the sense that you're going to promote this thing and access to your expertise. And that's how you align yourself with these audience aggregators is a broader discussion. The training is in, in Mindshare and you can go find it. It's the golden goose strategy that I've uh, done extensive training on. Um, it's not, not easy and it, it's a long road, but no one's going to take a chance on you and put you in front of an audience unless you have at least one of those two things, either deep expertise, which can only be, t- can only be seen by the content on your website or, and, or, uh, access to an audience that's going to help further their, their awareness and, and grow their own audience even further. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. That's why it's like, it, you know, a lot of people are just publishing on LinkedIn, but when you go to their website, it's half done. There's not really, it's not very resource rich. There's no real reason to get on a mailing list. And really it's email is the only platform you really own. You know, X was Twitter and Twitter was bought literally by Elon Musk. And it's changed a lot since then. And, you know, every platform goes through growth change and, uh, and risk, right. And, you know, Facebook a long time ago had a great reach for businesses and individuals. And now you're lucky to reach five or 10% of your, of your followers on those platforms. So, Reach diminishes, and right now LinkedIn may be good, but people have noticed the algorithm is changing and it continues to change all the time. So um, you want to build your home base. You want to have that be your content hub, and you want that content hub to lead to an email list uh, through opt-in incentives and other compelling events like live workshops and that kind of thing. Um, so this is a long a long uh, game, and that's the game you want to be playing. You want to be thinking, how do I build a 10-plus year business, and what are the next five, three to five years need to look like? And it's really just showing up, producing content, slowly building an audience one by one. Your audience will be flat for a long time. People will barely engage and it'll slowly trickle up. And then eventually you'll start to compound. You'll be able to go in front of other audiences and drive more people to your mailing list through reaching and accessing new audiences that way. So that's the end goal. Um, so yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. I've kind of driven, drawn a little graphic of this. Maybe I'll try to supplement. At some point I'll drop in a a visual for what I've talked about, but at the very top, it's strategy, positioning, website, which has your services and offerings there. Uh, but mo- most importantly, it has a blog, which is an archive of all your content. You want to be thinking of your content as a, as a program 
which I didn't really mention, but it's a program, not a campaign. Campaigns do occur. You've got a launch. You've got something you're new, announcing, that kind of thing. That happens. But in order to have eyeballs, when you're doing a campaign, unless you just want to spend money on ads, which is not us as consultants, in order to have those eyes, you want to be thinking in terms of a program. A program is like a uh, the Weather Network or uh, a radio show. You can just tune in and always listen to a genre of music that you like. You always want to be publishing content in a frequent manner so that people have something to tune into and, and notice and drop in and out of it over time. That's how programs work. They're not going to be glued to your, t your channel all the time. Uh, but when they do drop in, they want to hear the music that they want to hear. So that's the program thinking. And then that's going to help you refine your ideas. And, uh, and then you can distribute those ideas via email, social, YouTube, podcast, whatever platforms you want. Definitely email is the main one. Uh, which which ultimately creates a body of work, which establishes your credibility, which gives you access to broader audiences over time. So that's it in a nutshell. It's really simple, but uh, uh, not easy, and it takes time. So you want to be th if you need clients today. Hopefully, you started doing this three years ago. <clears throat> the, best, the second best time is to start doing it now. Get content, put it on your blog, make sure it's powered by good positioning, good strategy, and then distribute it via LinkedIn, via email, and others. And on those platforms, inviting them to your mailing list with compelling uh, opt-in incentives that they can only find by being on your email list. So that's it, my, my friends. I just want to share that with you. This, this is a great question, and I didn't want it to get lost in a Slack DM, so I just thought I'd create a little piece of audio out of this. Let me know your thoughts. Does this resonate? Let me know. Bye.